Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and my pal here as ever, Robbie Earl. It's been a little while, Rob, and uh, we're going to tell everybody about mm. our trip to the UK. Fantastic trip, our uh, pundit exchange, of course, with Lee Dixon, Graham Musso, coming here and do our work in the studio. We're certainly talking about Manchester City. They've won the title since our last pod. And we're, again, we'll look ahead at games this weekend, the mm -hmm. FA Cup semi-finals. We'll talk about United, Spurs, Chelsea and Southampton. But let's start with a review. We always like to start with a review. We want you to, to rate and review the show. And in your review, you tell us which team you support and why. We've got a City, a Manchester City fan here. It's M. Giese, who reviews to say love the podcast and enjoy hearing the insight that the two Robbies have I'm a Man City fan since 2009 and love the dialogue on City this year I started backing City after my friends teams Arsenal and Chelsea were beat by City that year I loved rubbing it in I fell in love with them watching Adebayor and Carlos Tevez play so that's pretty cool and, mm. and everybody else just tell us uh, your stories there it's always interesting of course with the in the US uh, finding out how people uh, found their teams to support Okay, my friend, mm. the Pundit Exchange, yes, where we sir. went across to the UK. Mm. How much fun was that? I mean, it's to die for for us, isn't it? Because as great as working in the studio, I have a great time with, with, with Rebecca, and whether it's you, me, or Carl working, at whatever the kind of combination, it's nothing like being at the games, is it? There's nothing quite like the build-up of the games, the, the crowd, the atmosphere, seeing the play, being close to the play when, when we're sitting on, on you know, the touchlines. When we're doing the co-commentaries with Arlo, it's just another kind of facet to the game that, that you get a chance to talk for 90 minutes over, yeah. over you know, and get give some of your views across, have some yeah. conversations. Yeah. It's just kind of... That's the pinnacle, isn't it, really? It is, really. I mean, and it's not just that. I mean, just hanging out in London mm. and us going for a little walk and yeah, grabbing, grabbing a few pub. pints for yeah, the pub. Yeah, the Arsenal game, uh, you yeah. know, like normal sort of fans would. And, and it, it, was good. It, was, it was just great to be back there uh, and be amongst it. And then it's all, But it's also great to be back to studio as well, Rob, and when we get back and we got back to action this week and mm. midweek games, FA Cup semi-finals ahead and, and mm. you know what not to love your favorite my favorite moment I, I go back to your point there it is doing commentary mm. to to do a game at Wembley Stadium yeah where I watched Spurs um get well beaten in the end by Manchester City it was fantastic mm. I mean the commentary position is really really high sat next to Arlo but you still get a great sense of the tactical side of it from up there mm. and it was loud I was mm. I mean it was 82,000 people at Wembley for that game um that probably has to be my highlight what, what's I think, Maybe not a highlight, but the thing that stood out to me, Rob, is is I was touchline for that game at, at Wembley, so very close to the players, seeing them warming up. You know, mm. I had one or two conversations with people, and it was almost Rob, and it was it was kind kind of quite astonishing. The shape and size of the modern day footballer has changed. Mm. They are tall, they are lean, but with a muscular frame, yeah, power, powerful. powerful. It just kind of caught my eye and almost like go back to our days where we were a different shape, we were a different build, we moved differently. Maybe it's all the nutrition and the sports science now that's around. But I just that was one thing. Some the other thing that this stood out for me, Rob, and it was it was the Man City game. The speed and movement of Manchester City was breathtaking. Mm. To be yeah. as close to well, that. Well, that's why it's great that you were down there to see yeah, that, and I can see more of the tactical side of things. And David Silva destroyed them with his positions and some of his mm. passing. But yeah, I guess it's great to be down there. Yeah. I was down there the first game of the season uh, when they played. Was it, it was at Brighton, wasn't it, Man yeah, City? Man to do away, and I think Brighton, I remember yeah. thinking, "Wow, there's kind of like a quietness to their football, mm. like a composure and and not a lot of shouting going on, but moving the ball. You just heard the the, the, the foot or the boot on a ball zipping across the grass. So yeah, that's the again mm. the benefits of going there. Yeah. And I love that. And it's the first time we've done it. And 
hopefully, yeah, we'll do it again next do. season yeah. because it's just so great for us to mix with. You know, we saw Peter Jury and Jim yeah. Beglin and people. I, I'm old, Tyler my old Jeff and, and my old Brian Robson, my yeah. old manager was there, and Gary mm. Palliser, a teammate. So it's it's just lovely to go over there and do that. Absolutely magnificent. Yeah, and and I think Lee and Graham enjoyed sitting in our yeah. seats, although I didn't think they they fitted that well. Do you no, know I, I mean, don't. It's, it's, it's like it's like sending a boy to do a man's job, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> give him a weekend, but then send him. That Saturday, to be fair, was a long, long day. There's four game windows in that particular Saturday. Well done, boys. So well done, yeah. Yeah, marvellous. We haven't talked about really Man City, have we, clinching the title since we last had the podcast. I think it's time just to take a moment and and appreciate what's been done, how it's been done, and and what have been the important elements. What what stood out to you about Manchester City's title win? Okay. Yeah, so I think the headline is uh, amazing football. And winning games and winning titles, playing, expansive, attacking, thinking nothing else, but how am I going to break down this team? That's hard to do. It's just that's the hardest way for me that you win games and win titles by being expansive and creative. Because teams get to figure you out, well, to figure you out, but they they see what you're all about and they can set game plans, they can be defensive, Mm -hmm. and they can work you, kick you, whatever, and they still found a way to be brilliant. That has to be... um, the, high, you know, the main kind of thing with it. I think some of the star players, we would go on to talk about Kevin De Bruyne's mm. uh, influence. Uh, I think Raheem Sterling's improvement. Uh, and Fernandinho, Robert, yeah. is that rock yeah. in the midfield to, to hold it all together. There's so many facets to it, but I just think the way that he's done it on the back of last season where a lot of people thought that he couldn't come to England, mm. it wasn't going to be successful. They're trying this, this uber passing out the back and total football that mm. isn't going to work. Well, he showed them that it can work. Um, yes, they've spent money. <laughs> But, but on the whole, just a, a fantastic um, team. And we'll go on to see with the numbers, the stats, yeah, they, and they break records, mm. whether we can say, I feel I want to say, over it's a single, best, season. Over a single yeah. Premier League season, it's the mm. best team I've ever seen. I, I, so I've got my three headlines of Manchester City. The first is that it's almost a constantly evolving situation. It's not the... He changes things, Rob. It was interesting that that Spurs, the Spurs game, when Spurs came back into him, he changed the whole system. He went did. to see at the back. He's, he he's always asking questions. Yeah. He's never quite like nobody sure. before, just, Rob. Yeah, like nobody we've before. Not, we've not seen that. My other second point is to the point, and and I don't know whether there's one of two things. It almost the way they play, the style they play, the kind of intricate systems and movement mm. almost paralyzes the opposition. I don't know if people don't attack because. They can't get the ball and know how to, or they're fearful of what Manchester City do. I've never, we've never seen dominance, Rob. And we played against the best Manchester United yeah, team, the Arsenal the team. Arsenal team. We've yeah. never seen dominance in this way. No. And there's one other point that I have to get to, and I know you alluded to it at the back. The goalkeeper. This guy is redefined. I mean, this goalkeeper <laughs> is—it's like having Kevin De Bruyne in goal. <laughs> he passes a ball Ronald fifty yards, yeah, pings it into Sane, who flicks it over someone's head, and they score. Yeah. I mean, we've never really seen goalkeepers I know. like do you, this. Do you think? I mean, I think we, over the course of the season, have eulogised enough about them. Mm. I'm not sure whether they're getting the yeah. adulation and credit Why that they is it, deserve. Is it, is, it, is there a reluctance credit to this? Like, people said Pep can't do it. Pep's proved he yeah. can do it. Now people are like, well, yeah, he's done it. But everybody can't wait to, to say, to, to be critical about mm. it. Or they haven't won as many points. So they're not the best in the year. Or it, it just seems to me like, nope, we're not, we're not. 
celebrating this as much as we should be. I, 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 that's what I think. I mean, I really do. And, and you know, we, we've played in it for a long time. Mm. We've watched it for a long time. Mm. And, and this dominance, I mean, we just, I mean, they, they beat four of the five other teams of the top six yeah. away from home. Mm. Kind of, some of them were threes, like 3-0, yeah, 3-1, yeah. three, I think it was Arsenal, or 3-0 or something. So that is something that you just don't normally see. And, and these differences and the goal difference, which is crazy. They've got the best defensive mm. record. Of course, they've scored the most goals. So, you know, defensively, people say, well, City aren't great, def you know, but they've got the, the numbers back it up. They have the ball. That's the way that they defend always. And it's been fantastically successful. I want to ask you this question because we, we've talked about Antonio Conte and, and we've talked about his intensity and when he's not quite there, the, the, sometimes I think that affects how his team. So I want to kind of throw it forward to, to Pep. Okay, they've won the title. Let's see how far they go and, and what records they break. But this guy is one intense dude, Rob. Yeah. I mean, I saw him touch line. It, yeah. He never stops. Yeah. Can he? Can that become too much? Does someone like Raheem Sterling? Could that wear them down? Leroy Sane constantly being on. I saw him talking to Sane constantly during the game, wanting more, going positions, making sure that constantly coaching, constantly probing. But can, can, do you have to be a certain type of player to be able to just take that on board each day, every day, and keep coming back? Well, that's the thing there you said at the end there, because I think any player or any, any serious professional would love to have Pep Guardiola teach them, improve mm. him, mm. And, and, and get on at him. But I think the question there, you know, in terms of longevity, yeah. I, it, 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 of course it's helped a lot of players, so they know it's helping it, the, the, themselves to get better and mm. the team wins. But over a period of time, now that's the question, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Was Pep's, does Pep's message with that intensity mm. start to fade a little bit into, yeah. into year number three? I mean, mm. you know, I read some, uh, a real nice piece about a week ago saying about his first year as kind of assessment of his group. Then he, then he finds a way to win and they get what he's trying, his message and his, his philosophy. And then the, the third season is refinement where, mm. you know, he tries to just improve bits that can be improved to win the biggest titles. And we should probably talk, you know, in, in terms of that. And let's assume that they are going to stay on board. Yeah. What does he need to do with this team that means they win the Champions League? Or... Mm. Is it a competition that's so different that you need the, the breaks and the referee calls and all that yeah. to win it? Maybe there's a little bit. That's I, what I, for me, want, for me there's a couple of things, Rob. You might have to win the Champions League with a slight less dominance of possession. And I know that's not what he's going to do, but he might have to at times accept that we can be on the back foot and be confident and be controlled and still win games. I think he always wants to be on the front foot. I still think defensively, Rob, there, there are a couple of issues that, that, need, that can be addressed. Uh, Vincent Company has been excellent again, but, is, you know, how long can he keep going? Otamendi, we've seen moments where he can be, a li I think there's still an error in him. John Stones is huge for, for the football. He's got to come good. He's got to mature. He's got to learn from, from his ways. So... I'm lately staying with in pursuit of perfection. In pursuit yeah. of perfection means there's still there's still some right, work to do. Right, left back, Benjamin Mendy is going yeah. to be good for next season. That makes him better. I don't, you know, well, we have just to see does. how we come back from that ACL injury. Yeah, okay. okay. So all, as, all as long as he, we, he yeah. gets in somewhere near where he was Correct. before, okay. Between Delph and Zinchenko and Laporte, mm. that, that's a, that's a step up. That makes them better. Okay. And and as you said, centre back. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think with that midfield three of De Bruyne, David Silva, mm. and Fernandinho, I mean that's pretty special. Yeah. Um, and Fernandinho is the other side of thirty, but but showing no signs of slowing mm. down. Um, is there a, is there an issue at striker? 
is, is Gabriel Jesus going to be the guy if Aguero, um, or is Aguero just going to get fit again and he's just going to have another good season, yeah. which he probably but, will. He's not that old. I mean, because they look at a striker could, as well. There could be an argument of a striker, but on that basis, you're moving one out, I would assume, mm. or somebody's tough, not going to play. Tough That's to a tough move call. one of those two yeah. out, isn't it? Uh, Aguero, you know, Jesus mm. is, is what, 20, 21. He's going to grow into a player. Aguero still delivers team of the year for the first time, which I thought was, was a, a good mark for him, for a man mm. who's continued to score goals in the season. So I know what you mean. I think one might be on the radar, but I'm not sure you, you bring one in straight away. Just in terms of star player, you know, if you picked out, could pick out one player um, for Manchester City, I mean, are we agreeing on, on Kevin De Bruyne as somebody else? If 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 we say Kevin De Bruyne, then who next? Who was the next most influential well, player I, this season for Manchester City? David Silva. David Silva was the brains of the operation, Rob. I, again, I, I've watched games when we've watched from the studio, but it was, it was just it was um, astonishing how much control he had of the game against Tottenham. Mm. He's, he's not only having the ball, he's telling people where to go. He's orchestrating things ahead of him. The one person who Pep Guardiola gives instruction to to give to the rest of the players is David Silva. Mm. He's, this guy's football and football intelligence is on, on an absolutely different level. Yeah, I, I would go Fernandinho as my second player. I, I just... Uh... His recent performances particularly have been so good, so important to the team. And I, and I take a lot of stock in what Pep says. Pep loves him, doesn't he? Mm. He basically says it's a pleasure to, to have him as one of my players for the job that he's done on the ball, without the ball. Again, one of those uh, positions where he makes blocks, he covers runs that you don't necessarily see. So I think, you know, it's another player to pick out. I'll pick out uh, Fernandinho. And development of the, of the two young players, Sterling yeah. and Sané, is the Impressive. more come? Can they become... Central, central players who can be dangerous as well as wide players? Can, can he take the game to that level? Well, I think he requires them mostly to be wide. Yeah. Um, Sterling can obviously improve his finishing. Mm -hmm. He should be getting 20-odd goals. Yeah. He's that fit. He's that quick. He's that sharp. He's that kind of intelligent where he positions himself. Mm -hmm. He's got to improve his finishing. finishing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's you know, from, from day one of preseason. Yeah. And Leroy Sané just went off a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, at the moment. And he, but he's still a young player and he's been sensational. I think that's quite an important position, Rob, because he's a key f factor of this Don't, season. Yeah. If he if he if he starts next season the way he's finished, which mm. then then that's the one position in the team that's not that's not brilliant yeah, because they yeah. have been brilliant. And mm. Bernardo Silva, by the way, I love him to bits as yeah. well. You know, we've seen quite a bit of him in the, the second half but of the season. He doesn't bring you the same. Oh, strength he's not. Sane. So Sane is important pace. for next year. Yeah. I think. I part, think. part of the drum. Absolutely right. And for the rest of the chasing pack, Rob, what, what's, the, what's the ambition for Manchester United, for Chelsea, for Liverpool, for Arsenal? How, how do they close the gap? How can they close what's a 13-point gap now could end up being anywhere between that and 15 or 18? Well, the, the, the normal ways, of course, with improvement. Uh, with, I mean, there's longevity now with the managers of these chasing clubs. Uh, signings, of course, as ever is important. But maybe the biggest, you know, is, is, is how difficult it is to retain the Premier League title. Mm. It really is. Mm. I mean, you've, you've, got to be, you've got to be up for every single week because it's so difficult every mm. 38 games. And to repeat that for the next season, particularly maybe when their eyes are going to be on the Champions League, yeah. it might give the others some encouragement. I can't see City being as good again. Can you? Mm. As dominant? I mean, that... that oh, oh, I can't, but, but I'll tell you what, Pep will be. 
And I'm yeah. sure he'll bring a couple in to, to do that. And, and so I'm starting to think, Robin. You could just roll mind, on. Yeah, next in my mind, I'm starting to think, who's the most likely to challenge him? And over what we've seen this season, and we don't want to be too emotional as yet, but you've got to feel it's Liverpool, haven't you? You've got, <laughs> this isn't Johnny, I mean, Chal- this Johnny Niedrich? No, this, this, this is James Niedrich. <laughs> a little bit Niedrich. Cousin Niedrich. It's, um, I mean, Chelsea, I think, Probably get a new manager. I think there's going to be a little bit of a yep. transition change. Yep. That might that might not quite be ready. Arsenal, we don't know. Is Arsenal there? Is somebody there? No. Let, let's say we're talking Spurs. Manchester. Manchester United. Let's get to that. Let's get to, let's get to them because I think okay. Spurs. Mm. Plateau. How are they going to break through that? Can well, they break let, let, through let, with their salaries, let, with their money? Yeah, let's I, see I, what I just... happens in the summer in terms of keeping players and adding to. Let, let's see. I mean, new stadium, lot of lot of kind of Emotion, potential which and is emo- great. Yeah. Now, what goes with that? What what does Daniel Levy do with that? Mm. Because I get the sense Pochettino knows we've got to go another little step now. But how do they do that? We got, got all the expenditure. Got be, they've got to be clever buys. You've got the expenditure from clever stadium, buys. Rob, all the money of the has. stadium. I mean, they're going to go and blow. Well, not blow, but they're going to invest but more. But if, if you sell Danny Rose, if you sell Alderweireld, and you, you get good get money, money. You, yeah. you, you, you spend it well. He's a great coach. Is that the way that, that he's got to do it? Manchester United, who said they were going for the title at the start of this season, didn't quite make it. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. We'll probably finish second, best yeah. of the rest. Yeah. Okay. May win the FA Cup. Okay. Next season, he'll spend some more money, a couple hundred million probably. He's got to go closer, Rob, hasn't he? Hasn't he got to be challenging at that stage? Or is second okay then? He's got to be, he's got to be better and he's got to be challenging. I think the, the encouraging sign for Man United, Rob, is that they are going to finish second, I believe. Mm-hmm. They're four points clear now, I, I think, yeah, of, four Liverpool. Clear of Liverpool. Yeah, four points clear Liverpool, yeah. And they haven't really played brilliantly. And some of their star players haven't been star players. I mean, I know Alexis well, hasn't been there very long, but Pogba, Martial, Rashford... Well, are they going to be allowed Mata. to be star players well, with, with if, Jose? What, what that, if they are? Is that, is that the question? Yeah. What if three or four of them really hit it off? Yeah, then... They I'm, should be miles I mean, Lukaku's, better. Lukaku's had a step up. Alexis yeah, he's done makes great. it better. So if, if Alexis Pog- plays well, Pogba, Pogba plays, plays well, yeah. if, if, if Rashford finds a start yeah, and gets, into, gets in, yeah, into 10, 15 goals, then they could be a lot better than mm. what they've been this season. They're, I mean, their season's in second place... Is, but, is, is, is pretty but being good. better means but they haven't been playing very but well. Being better means going forward, scoring goals, putting teams to task. That's the question. That's Can't, not what. That's not yeah. how Jose wins titles, though. Generally, is it? So what does he do to improve them next year? Then, well, make them better. Make them better defensively. Stop the yeah. goals going in because he's not the expensive Liverpool way, Spurs way, Man City way of winning. They're the lowest scorers mm. in the top four. United. They're almost 30 with 27 goals behind Man City. Mm. They've got the second-best defensive record. So even if they get better defensively, Robbie Earl, They've got to find they ain't goals. scoring enough yeah. goals. Well, Alexis, and they've got a lot of Alexis attacking players Alexis has got to chip there. in, hasn't he? And obviously yeah. Martial, that's, that's what's going to happen. But it's also going to be from a defensive base, not a Liverpool way from an, att- an attacking base. And just following on for the, with the FA Cup semi-final, yeah, Rob, because let's, let's look ahead. Weekend, I mean, yeah. we continue the debate on Manchester United. Mm. They, they play Spurs. Yeah. Spurs is home for this yeah. season at Wembley Stadium. Saturday, yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you think? What's your, what, what's your gut telling you? I, I mean, I've we've got, seen kind of we, we've, conflicting yeah. performances from United, yeah. but this is a, a big game against a team that also has been a little bit in and out recently mm. as well. What's going to happen? Man United are going to win. You think? Man United are going to win. Let me tell you why Man United are going to win. And I was thinking about it last night because I knew we were going there. Jose Mourinho 
wins silverware. Mauricio Pochettino has produced brilliant football, has got a great team, has got huge potential, hasn't won anything, Rob. There's a reason why that happens. The reason why Mourinho keeps getting the trophies. He can tell us about his eight titles and all the things he's done. Big game, one-off, Mourinho delivers. Hasn't Spurs over this season with the victories against Real Madrid? Should be, yeah. A, a victories Should against Dortmund home and away. Recent uh, yeah. big, big London derby victories in Manchester Absolutely. United, etc., etc. Haven't they taken a step mm. forward where they've oh, won some big, important without games? Without doubt. And, and you know what I say about, about Spurs, like in sports, the hardest thing is to close. Correct. Close the deal. Correct. Win the match. Correct. Finish off your golf partner in a match play situation. Get to a final and win a trophy. You know, win a title after being really close and chasing down a leader. Okay. Have they got the experience and the know-how and the knocks and the, and the scars that's my, that's to find point. a way past United? I think Jose Mourinho has and he's got people who we can, who we'll find a way to. I'm not sure if Spurs are. And two things, Rob, that I'll talk about. The form of Harry Kane just at this time mm. of season is a little worry. Deli Ali, we were there last weekend against um, mm. Manchester City. Wasn't His decision-making was poor, didn't look quite as sharp. The Those boys have to deliver, you know, Christian Eriksen's playing well. The, the other boys have to deliver for Spurs if they're going to have a chance. The, the only thing that, that Spurs fans will be hoping, and maybe the manager and the squad, is that they've just had a little bit of a blip mm. ready for this game. Yeah, it might have been correct. You know, but we find out, Rob. But, but, so we do find out. If they win it, I think... I think they win. I think they win the cup. I think if they go past Manchester United, I think they win the trophy. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't win it, Rob, you know where we go back again. The questions and, and it all starts mm. off. And whether we're saying it or everyone else, this team need a trophy. This mm. team can't get it mm. done. Will mm. this team break up? You know, mm. they talk about Ericsson now and contracts. Mm. And it, it really is a defining mm. game for huge, both huge, managers huge. because you know a season with nothing mm. for silverware for Manchester United. Is not seen as progress, really, from last year, where he talked about the trophies mm. and everything else. They've improved, of course, in their performance in the Premier yeah. League, but a trophyless season is not good for him. And you just, you just yeah. outlined the situation yeah. with Spurs. So I, I get it. I, I, I would, I'm going on the, you know what, Spurs will find a way to get back to the mm. best. Harry Kane will be charging around, and, and, and Delhi and Ericsson will show us what good players they are. But it's absolutely going to be close. And the one yeah. thing Jose does, he can get his team organised for one-off big games, um, even though it, uh, it's at uh, the place that Spurs have played all season. Though the fans will be different, won't it? United fans will have a lot more. Yeah. It'd be much more even, 50-50 in terms of the fans there. What did, just the other game, Chelsea, yeah. Southampton. I mean, Southampton 2-0 up recently against, against Chelsea. Lost 3-2, uh, conceded three goals in the last 20 minutes. But... Can you see can't Southampton? See can you see, see anything from no. Hughes's men? I can't. Shane Long, could he could he mm. score a goal and surprise us all? <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. I mean, Charlie Austin's. You know, yeah. he, he, he hasn't played for for some reason. We've just watched the game against Leicester City, and he came on with about 17 minutes yeah. to go, which is really surprising to us. Um, I just can't see it. Chelsea, again, we watched today um, play well against Burnley. You know, we'll be up for this. Mm. Maybe it's the last hurrah of Antonio Conte. Um, but but in terms of how they looked in this midweek yeah. round of uh, rearranged games in the Premier League, they look pretty good. Yeah. And, and Southampton will realise that, yep, FA Cup finals are magnificent. Mm. I've played him when Rob, it's the, mm. it was the best day of my footballing career, yeah. even though that we lost and I, mm. I blew out my knee cartilage. It still was. Walking out in that game, for yeah. me, the most memorable 
proudest moment of my career. So, you know, maybe the, 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 the modern-day footballer and some of the, uh, the players at, Ch at uh, Southampton don't feel the same as I did back then. Um, but, but it is a big day, and they'll, of course, be given everything, and they'll forget about the league campaign for those few hours at Wembley. Yeah. And there's one or two important games, uh, Premier League games at the weekend as well, West Bromwich, Albion, Liverpool, Watford, Crystal Palace... And then on Sunday, Arsenal, West Ham, a decent derby. West Ham looking for points in that. Stoke City play Burnley against Stoke. Basically, have to win to give any ch chance. And Manchester City take on Swansea. Swansea desperate for points. Robin Man City mm. will be looking to break some more records, get some more points, I think so. and, and keep things strolling on. They're not going to. They're not going to sort of tick off now. And, and I don't sort think of... so. Do you? I mean, I, nah. I think that. Um, I think the players enjoy the the. the playing for the team, enjoy scoring and creating. I think they just go out there and play great football. I'm sure there's going to be a great atmosphere within the stadium. Uh, champions, of course. Mm. Um, Swansea will sit back and make it not a particularly energetic game of football. So I expect them to win the game and I expect them to be going for records because yeah. Pep wants that. There's nothing mm. else now. He's out of everything else. Mm -hmm. Go out there and score the goals and get the points and get 100 goals and get 100 points and be, uh, be the best Premier League team yep. over the course of one season that, that's we've ever seen in England. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure that Pep and his team will be going for that. In a week where we've had plenty of football and there's plenty more to come, that's it from us. But we want to hear from you, our listeners. First, we'd love you to rate and review the show by downloading the Two Robbies on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you like, where we can improve, but more importantly, tell us what team you support and why. And we'll read out the best responses on our next podcast. So, Manchester United, Chelsea and Spurs all look forward to this weekend's FA Cup semi-finals. While Southampton, can they afford to focus on Wembley with relegation looking imminent? I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening and bye for now. <laughs>